It has been an amazing two and a half weeks of the New Japan Cup. And I'm here to give you a quick summary of all the results. What up, guys? Welcome to season four. And it's been a while. So let me quickly update you guys other than listening to the latest episode, which was talking about podcasting drama, which I have moved on from. But here's just a summary of everything that's been going on. So if you haven't listened to the podcasting drama, go listen to that one as well. So for the beginning of March, I was summoned to jury duty. And because I was summoned to jury duty, I couldn't really get out any episodes and I was watching wrestling just to watch it. And I will come back full force with a lot of podcast episodes. So expect a lot more content to be dropping soon. So now that jury duty is out of the way, I have been just keeping myself updated on wrestling related things. I have been working on TikTok videos. I have to give you guys the vlog for Goddesses of War Wrestling. And I also have some cool content over at my Spotify. So just recently, I no longer am part of the ambassador ads program for Spotify. They have dropped me for the time being. However, you can definitely help me get back to the ambassador ads program. So that way, I can make a living off of the pennies that they offer because that's what ads do. When you have ad revenue on your content, you basically get paid in pennies. It helps, but is not substantial enough. So because I am no longer in the ads ambassador program, which I'm probably butchering the name, I have put three exclusive videos and audio onto my Spotify playlist, onto the Square Circle podcast over at Spotify, and they are subscription-based. The price for the subscription is $4.99. So if you want to help me out financially every single month, $4.99 can unlock the three exclusive Spotify plus Patreon video and audio. Because as you know, month is Women's History Month. So I decided to do a trip down memory lane in women's wrestling and do reaction videos similar to what I do on Tape Study Tuesday. But for women's wrestling, the point I was trying to make for the month of March is that women's wrestling has always been unique. Women's wrestling has always been ahead of its time. And it's something to truly celebrate other than being upset at the way that Vince McMahon had positioned women in WWF to WWE, that they were just side candy, eye candy, I mean, but also being on the side, being valets, being managers, and then having like really bad wrestling matches. But the ones that really wanted to actually wrestle actually had the shine, you know? And so I went back into history. I went through the 70s, 80s, and early 90s to find really four top-tier videos and did reactions to it. So the first video was reacting to Jazz versus Steve Carino in ECW. That was a really chaotic, fun match. The second one was a tag team match of Jeff Jarrett teaming with Naughty Natalie, taking on Ice Baby and Georgia Brown. Georgia Brown is Jacqueline who joined WWF and also the Dudley Boys. 
And I also did an exclusive Twitter space where most of it was just talking to myself. And then my buddies came in and we started talking about life, content creation, and just really hyping each other up and trying to find some motivation and being supportive of each other. So those three videos, the Twitter spaces and the two woman wrestling matches are up on Spotify behind a $4.99 subscription paywall. And I wanted to try something different. I wanted to try something new. Most of the time, I don't really ask for listener support because it never really happens. And I have to rely on ad revenue, which is me being paid in pennies. And so I'm really asking for your support. If you really enjoy all of my content ever since 2019, then now is your chance to really bring that support full circle and help me out in a greater way. Those that subscribe, you guys will definitely get a shout out in every single podcast episode. If I ask a question, I would definitely answer it, put on the podcast, make you guys a part of it. So those three are behind the paywall for now because I wanted to try something. I wanted to see how that will work. I am no longer in the ambassador ads program until I reach 100 unique listeners. Once I do that, then I'll be back in the ads program. But don't think that your paid subscription, if you decide to go that route with me and my content, will be forgotten. It will not be forgotten. It will be forever cherished and humbly accepted. And there will be more content specifically for you guys that want to support that way in the upcoming weeks or days, basically, I will have exclusive or woman wrestling videos, such as a tag team match that had Wendy Richter and Magnificent Mimi taking on Dusa Michelli before she became Alunja Blaze and her tag team partner, Sylvia. And man, my reaction is through the roof of that tag team women's match. And then the final one for the month of March will be Wendy Richter versus Medusa Michelli for the ladies championship match. And again, my mind was blown and I really enjoyed these last two women wrestling videos that I react to and Everything is all genuine. So that's going to be coming to Spotify as video podcasts, which you guys will have to pay for in order to see. If you don't want to do that directly on Spotify, there is Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash squared circle society. Just know that I had a lot of time to think about my brand and everything that I present to you guys. And that's also another reason why I haven't really been producing podcast episodes as frequently as I had in the previous years, because I really want to try to do a community where we all talk about wrestling, where we all accept each other's opinions. We can agree to disagree. You don't have to accept everything, but you come into the community of the Square Circle Society with an understanding that it is mutual respect until lines are crossed and we never really want to get there. But I really want to do something a little bit different. And I explained that in the Twitter spaces that I have other plans for my brand, for what I do, for the content, because eventually the end goal is still to get hired 
by New Japan Pro Wrestling. The other goals are to publish more books, to publish more fiction books, to publish nonfiction books that deal with marketing and social media and everything that I've learned over the last couple of years and stuff in general. The goal is for all of us to be connected and have a good time when we talk about wrestling and learn from each other. The goal is to build something grand and magnificent. And these are very big open ideas, but this is just the beginning. And I should do a whole podcast explaining about the things that I've been thinking about, the things that I've been wanting to do, and just giving you guys a general update. And to really put into perspective of how much I really love you guys about taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast episode, to listen to the backlog of podcast episodes, to hang out with me on Twitch, to hang out with me on TikTok, on Twitter, on marieshadows.substack.com. Like, thank you guys. I am also learning and growing on how to be a better content creator because I don't want to feel like every time I put out a piece of content that it's just me going to work, being on the grind and having my head down rather than having my head semi up, semi down. And the semi up is looking for opportunities to collaborate more with people, to talk to people more, to put my name out there and to get what I want and what is best for the content and best for the community. So again, I am learning every single day how to be a better content creator. And a little bit of your encouragement goes a long way. If you ever want the chance to DM me, my DMs are open to be like, hey, I enjoyed that episode. Or hey, can you talk more about this? I want to learn more about this topic in wrestling. Like I really want to teach wrestling to the masses. And do Tape Study Tuesdays like an actual thing. Like there's so many ideas, but that's going to be another standalone podcast episode. So on this episode, we are going to go over the whole entire tournament of the New Japan Cup, but only the results and maybe some commentary here and there to help with backstory and all that stuff that I would do in a normal podcast that talks about these matches. Once we are updated, you guys will know who are the final two for the New Japan Cup finals. Let's begin with round one. So I edit as I go along and I realize that I fucked up. The first beginning date of the New Japan Cup was not March 8th. It was indeed March 5th. I have missed two matches and I'll get to them right away, but... This is going to be the corrected version of the podcast episode. The New Japan Cup started on March 5th, 2023. And these are the two matches for the first round of the New Japan Cup. We saw Yano versus Mark Davis, who's representing United Empire and Aussie Open. Their match time was 12 minutes and 33 seconds. Mark Davis won via the water slide and advances to the second round. This is important when we talk about Will Ospreay versus Mark Davis. That's why I had to go and backtrack and insert this into the podcast episode. The second match of the New Japan Cup for 2023 first round on March 5th was Ren Narita versus Evil from House of Torture. 
Their match went on for a total of 18 minutes and 44 seconds. Evil won with Evil. I'm guessing it's everything is evil, and he advances to the second round. The New Japan Cup started on March 8th, 2023. First round had Naito versus El Fantasmo. This match went 17 minutes and 32 seconds. Naito won via a very, very, very clutch pin and defeated El Fantasmo in the first round. So Naito advanced to the second round. And of course, I have been following the situation between El Fantasmo and David Finley, and I will get into that in another standalone podcast episode to look at everything from all sides. But basically, El Fantasmo does not like the fact that David Finley is the new leader of Bullet Club. Yes, you heard that right. David Finley is the new leader of Bullet Club. The second match for March 8th, 2023, first round of the New Japan Cup is Sonata representing LIJ at the time versus Taichi. This match won a total time of 24 minutes and 27 seconds. Sonata won via a modified DDT and advances to the second round of the New Japan Cup. On March 10th, 2023, it is the New Japan Cup for the first round. We had Yoshihashi representing Chaos and is one half of the IWGP World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions versus Kyle Fletcher of Aussie Open and United Empire. This match won a total time of 20 minutes and 6 seconds and our winner is Kyle Fletcher via the Grimstone Paddle Driver. Kyle Fletcher advances to the second round. This was an amazing match. I gave this match five stars. If you guys don't know, I created a wrestling planner for all of my podcasters, all of my content creators, and wrestlers out there that can keep a journal, a log, a data entry, however you would like to think of this planner, but I made it for you guys, the wrestling fans in mind, where you can keep track of what's going to be happening in 2023, because 2023 is definitely a spicy, spicy year. So this wrestling planner is available on Amazon, amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Marie Shadows to get your copy today and you could be your own uncle dave you can color in the stars for how many stars you think a match is worth yoshihashi versus kyle fletcher to me was five stars it was very good very interesting kyle fletcher is a very good singles wrestler and can hold his own other than being a tag team specialist and what I really loved about this is that we watched this match specifically on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows where you guys can hang out with me and watch professional wrestling matches. So, like I said, Kyle Fletcher advanced to round two after beating Yoshihashi. The next match for the New Japan Cup of 2023 first round on March 10th. We saw Shingo Takagi representing LIJ and is the current King of Pro Wrestling champion taking on 
the ultimate weapon, Aaron Hinare of the United Empire. This match went a total time of 20 minutes and 46 seconds. And surprisingly, Aaron Hinare managed to make it to the second round by defeating Shingo Takagi. Aaron Hinare used Streets of Rage to advance to the second round. Now, on paper, because New Japan likes to do this to us and we're so used to really huge name stars always winning against the younger stars who are still getting their reps in, who are still young in the business, even though Aaron Hanari has a total of like seven years under his belt, he's really good. and He has really, really improved. And to take Shingo to the limit, this match was amazing. I was losing my mind. And again, if you want to see me lose my mind over wrestling in a very good way, head over to twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. So on paper, this would look like Shingo was going to win, but they made the decision to have Aaron Hinari win, which was amazing to see. It was a really good match. So again, Aaron Hinari advanced to the second round. Kyle Fletcher advanced to the second round. Oh, and if you want to know, I gave Shingo versus Aaron Hinari six stars. On March 11th, 2023 of the New Japan Cup, this is now the second round matches. Our first match had Naito versus Chase Owens. Chase managed to get himself a buy-in this year because of tenure. But either way, this match won a total of 18 minutes and 7 seconds. Naito wins and advances to the quarterfinals. He won with a victory roll. I keep saying this. Professional wrestling has really dangerous moves that are really powerful and out of this world defy gravity. However, your victory rolls, your schoolboys, your roll pins, the drop toho, those are the most dangerous moves in professional wrestling. For every other big move that is hit, people kick out at two, two and a half. But when you do a victory roll, you end up not kicking out and therefore you win. So all the roll-up combinations are very, very, very deadly in professional wrestling. The second match for March 11th of the New Japan Cup second round had Sonata versus Kenta. This match won a total of 29 minutes and 12 seconds. Sonata wins via a modified DDT and advances to the quarterfinals. On March 12, 2023 of the New Japan Cup, these are still the second round matches. Our first match is Tamatanga versus Aaron Hinare. This match won a total of 16 minutes and 34 seconds. This match has a little bit of controversy surrounding it, okay? The referee for this match was Marty Asami. There was one point during this match that Hinare had Tama in the Ultima, which is the full Nelson lock. And as the referee is checking on Tama, Tama is definitely fading. And his arm did drop three times, but... That third time on the way down, Tama had some energy in him and the match continued. And so Tama won via the gun stun to advance to the quarterfinals. 
I gave this match five and a half stars just because of the technicality. Now, I root for Aaron Hanari because it would have been nice if he would advance. Tama has the never open weight championship title, which is awesome, and he needs to build that division. So advancing to the quarterfinals and then maybe the finals, I don't know, we'll get there, wouldn't make any sense for a champion to win the New Japan Cup when you're supposed to be challenging Okada, who has the world title on him. So it kind of gets a little weird when you book these tournaments and these events and you have to really think logically about like what makes sense. Of course, Aaron Hinare is still young in his career, but he's definitely been improving. And I watched this match on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows to give both of these guys more eyes, more fans. And it was a really, really good match. Hinare took Tama to the limit. Tama almost did not make it out victorious. Aaron Hinare used his power and strength against Tama. Tama is a very great, sound, all-round wrestler. He has his speed. He has his ability to think very quickly when his back is against the wall. And that's exactly what happened in this match where Tama's back was against the wall and managed to get a victory out of this against Hinare. But on the same level of this, thinking about this, Hinari did very well, did very wonderfully. He actually made Tama to really work for it, to really think about it, because Hinari goes in there with his strength, his power, and he basically beats you into submission, because if you're hurting enough, you would eventually not kick out of his finisher. You won't kick out of like a simple pin, because your body is really hurting, and Hinari has definitely become... An expert, well, getting to be an expert on focusing on specific body parts to damage so that way victory can be easier for Hinari in his matches. So that's what Hinari does. He is the ultimate weapon for a reason, and that's because he focuses on certain body parts to make you feel that pain. And when you feel enough of that pain, the thought behind it is that you're not going to kick out as easily as you would have in maybe like the first five minutes of the match and he has really improved on his technique to to focus on precise strikes the second match for march 12 of the new japan cup 2023 second round had goto versus kyle fletcher this was a very nice match as well again Praise all to Kyle Fletcher, who is a very outstanding singles wrestler and also an underrated tag team specialist. Like, he's super good. Goto is the poster boy for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Not necessarily, but you could think about it. He's like the father and mentor to a lot of the Japanese wrestlers and foreign wrestlers as well. So... Goto and Kyle Fletcher had an amazing match. Their match went to 20 minutes and 43 seconds. Goto hit the GTR on Kyle Fletcher to advance to the quarterfinals. This match, I gave it five stars. March 13th, 2023, New Japan Cup second round. 
we have Jeff Cobb representing the United Empire versus Evil representing House of Torture with the umbrella term of Bullet Club, which, by the way, David Finley, please kick out House of Torture and other members. I'll get to a whole nother podcast about that, but I really need cleanup in Bullet Club. This match went for a total of 17 minutes and 42 seconds with Evil winning because Evil does evil things with the House of Torture, meaning that it's all shenanigans, it's all cheating, it's everything under the sun, and it was really fucking annoying. And Jeff Cobb deserves so much better than the treatment that he's getting in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jeff Cobb took some time off and him coming back and being in the New Japan Cup. He looks amazing. He looks like a million bucks. Okay. I don't understand why he had to lose the way that he lost the evil. When there's truly no benefit for evil winning and coming out victorious. Like nobody really wants to see evil as much until like he changes his ways. And I'm like 1% on like evil i know you could do better but at the same time it's like dick togo please stop using really old outdated ways to get cheap stupid ass heat but again the bigger picture i understand that not every single japanese fan which i think like maybe 98 percent of japanese fans who attend wrestling shows across the land of japan depending on where they go they understand that wrestling is kayfabe Like, you have to uphold that shit. It's not like here in America where the average American fan knows that it is fake or staged or that they'll ridicule you for watching wrestling, but yet then still watch wrestling themselves. But we know too much because the curtain has been exposed way too far for us to ever come back and ever want that kayfabe. And this is why I stick with New Japan Pro Wrestling, because at least I still get that kayfabe and all of my work and content is based on kayfabe. But the point I'm trying to make is that the way that House of Torture goes and cheats, it's so outdated. But then again, the wrestling fans over there in Japan do not know what we know. But at the same time, nobody really wanted evil to advance. Jeff Cobb needs like better support over in New Japan, man. Like Jeff Cobb should have advanced. Unfortunately, Jeff Cobb did not advance. Evil advances to the quarterfinals after hitting everything is evil on Jeff Cobb. I did not even put this match on my wrestling planner to give it any kind of stars because I just thought it was a fucked up match to Jeff Cobb. The next match for the New Japan Cup of 2023 second round is probably one of the best matches that I've seen. And I really enjoy this match. You had Will Ospreay taking on Mark Davis. Both of these guys are part of the United Empire. Mark Davis is the other half to Aussie Open with Kyle Fletcher. And Will Ospreay is Will Ospreay. Like, what else is there to really say? This match went on for 20 minutes and one second. Will Ospreay did win this match with the Hidden Blade, and he advanced to the quarterfinals. However, if you guys have been hanging out with me on twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows, we saw both of these matches, and we talked a lot about the Will Ospreay versus Mark Davis match. Unfortunately, in this match, there was a point where Will Ospreay got injured, 
Mark Davis threw Will Ospreay to the outside and he covered him up with the outside pad that was on the concrete. So Mark Davis ripped that up, threw it over Osprey, and decided to do his running senton. Now, the way that it looked to me, in my eyes, was that Will Ospreay turned a little bit and forgot that the senton was coming. So when the senton came, Mark Davis is a big, big husky man. So he has a lot of weight. So all that weight came crashing down on Osprey and popped his shoulder. It wasn't a huge pop to where his shoulder got dislocated. It probably just got separated. But Will Ospreay manages to finish the match with an injury to his shoulder. Now, we all know that he was injured. He went to the doctor. They were like, yeah, you know, you got to relax. You can't wrestle as much and you don't need surgery. So the good thing about this is that he doesn't need surgery. However, for his replacement, Mark Davis took Will Ospreay's spot to go to the quarterfinals. And that's when he will be facing evil. This match, I gave it six stars. Really great match between Will Ospreay versus Mark Davis. Will Ospreay made Mark Davis look like a beast. And Mark Davis is a very good, underrated singles wrestler. And also a great tag team wrestler, just to put that in there. On March 15th, 2023 of the New Japan Cup, these are the second round matches. We had the Great Okan versus David Finley. This match went for a total of 13 minutes and 7 seconds. David Finley managed to do Trash Panda to the Great Okan and that had him pick up the victory and move on to the quarterfinals. This match was pretty cool to watch. I think I gave it a five and a half star rating. Way more than what Dave Metzler gave this match. This match had a lot of story and emotion going into it. As you know, I will have a standalone podcast episode talking about David Finley and ELP. Basically, ELP not liking David Finley as the leader of Bullet Club. The Great Ocon always puts up a great fight, always have great matches. He's really fun to watch. He's a really good character to watch, too. And he has been developing really, really great. So this match here was awesome. As I said, David Finley advances to the quarterfinals of the New Japan Cup. The next match for round two in the New Japan Cup of 2023, we saw Shota Umino. The son to Red Shoes, if you did not know. Red Shoes is a referee in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Shota Umino was under the guidance and mentor of John Moxley, which I am not fond of because Shota doesn't really have his own identity. He has the identity of the combination of John Moxley and Tanahashi. And yeah, he really feels like a rock star, and the fans have really gravitated towards him in his babyface state of a wrestler but I don't really think John Moxley is a very good mentor to have in professional wrestling but that's just my own opinion and I will probably talk about that if you guys want me to talk about it and give my reasons why he's not really a good mentor I just need Shota Umino to get his own character his own identity in professional wrestling Shota Umino takes on Zack Zaber Jr. Zack Zaber Jr. is our New Japan Pro Wrestling 
World Television Champion. So he is the NJPW World Champion. This match went for a total of 26 minutes and 12 seconds. In a surprising twist, again in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shota Umino managed to pick up the victory against Zack Zaber Jr. with Death Rider, which, by the way, Death Rider is just passed down from John Moxley. Again, Shota Umino needs his own style, needs his own finisher, needs his own wrestling repertoire, which, by the way, all of his wrestling moves in this match are definitely his own. But for certain things like stop doing the John Moxley stuff. Seriously. Thankfully, Shota Umino does not bleed in every match like John Moxley, so that's a good thing. But overall, Shota needs his own thing because Shota is his own guy. Like, you can tell this guy has the it factor even without the John Moxley influence. Now, I will say this, that Zack Zaber Jr., as much as I respect him as an in-ring competitor, I do not like him at all. I am not a fan of Zack Zaber Jr. This guy be saying the most stupid-ass shit during his backstage comments, and I'm like, bro, this is why you get backhanded, and this is why you get beat because of all the shit that you talk about, and most of the time, you can't fucking back it up, and you just say whatever the fuck you want, and think that, like, Bullet Club don't hear, think that United Empire don't hear, like, like, all that shit is going to come back and bite you in the ass, man. But I'm just happy that Zack Zaber Jr. did not advance to the quarterfinals. Again, Shota Umino won with Death Rider, and Shota advances to the quarterfinals of the New Japan Cup. On March 17th, 2023, of the New Japan Cup, these are the matches for the quarterfinals. We had Mark Davis, one half of Aussie Open and part of the United Empire, taking on Evil from House of Torture with the umbrella of Bullet Club. This match, I didn't know what to really think about it because originally it was supposed to be Osprey versus Evil, but Osprey got injured. This match went a total of 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Mark Davis won with a water slide. And he advanced to the semifinals. I would like to mention that for March 17th, New Japan Pro Wrestling was at Kurrican Hall. So as you know, Evil and the House of Torture like to cheat and cheat and cheat and it's so, so, so lame. However, this was the turning point where United Empire really did get involved and really did neutralize House of Torture and that is how Mark Davis won with the water slide to advance to the semifinals. And I like to listen to and look at crowd reaction when it comes to certain things in wrestling. So most Japanese fans do not like evil and they get very quiet whenever evil and house of torture win certain matches where the crowd really wants the baby face or just wants somebody new that's not evil to win so kirk and hall was on fire man the crowd in kirk and hall never disappoints and i really love the japanese crowd when it comes to kirk and hall events that new japan goes to because they are the best crowd in japan that i really love to watch so when mark davis won everybody was cheering everybody was very happy and very joyous and it was a really good time to watch a really good match so mark davis beats evil via water slide and heads on to the semifinals 
the next match for the New Japan Cup of 2023 quarterfinals. This one had Naito versus Sonata, LIJ versus LIJ. This match went for a total time of 24 minutes and 41 seconds. The shocker in this match are two things. Sonata getting the victory over Naito with a modified DDT and going to the semifinals in the New Japan Cup. Now, earlier I might have said in this podcast episode that Sonata was formerly LIJ. Sonata in this match decides to leave abruptly and join Taichi and his group called Just Four Guys. So Just Four Guys was created after Suzuki-gun disbanded and the team of Just Four Guys is Taichi, Doki, Kanamaru, and Takamichinuku. I bet you anything it was Taka's idea to call them Just Four Guys. So after Sonata hugged Taichi, everybody in Kirken Hall, and even on commentary with Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton, they were all surprised that Sonata decided to be like, fuck you, LIJ, I'm not growing in this group and I'm going to go join another group. So that's exactly what happened. He left Naito, Shingo, Bushi and Hiromu to go join Just Four Guys. And because he joined Just Four Guys, you want to guess what their new team is? Just Five Guys. I think that was very anticlimactic of how I did it. But yes, Just Five Guys. So Sonata has been added to the group that Taichi is in and Taka and Doki and Kanamaru, just five guys. And to a point, Sonata is right that everything that LIJ is doing just seems very stagnant. Nothing new is really happening. No new developments. Sure, you have Hiromu as the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. He's feuding with Leo Rush over there in New Japan Pro Wrestling and then you also have Shingo as the Kino Pro Wrestling Champion, which, by the way, I will say that I do not recognize that belt as a championship belt as for a wrestler to go and get it because it just really doesn't. It was something that was created during the pandemic and Okada wanted to create it and they had him create it and they have other people fighting for it. Shingo is trying to legitimize it, but I'm just like, bro. No, it was a comedy act. It was something to hold people over and Okada made it and Okada never really follows through on like being the first champion or whatever he fucking creates because Okada doesn't believe in it either. So why try to make it a contender that it would be legit to win? But that's just me. I just don't really like how the King of Pro Wrestling trophy turned into a championship belt and now they're trying to make it legit. Anyway. It was a very shocking turn of events when Sonata decided to leave LIJ for now the newly named team of just five guys. Yeah. Pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. March 18th, 2023, New Japan Cup quarterfinal matches. We saw Shota Umino versus David Finley. 
This match had a total time of 17 minutes and 50 seconds. This match was really good from start to finish. Both of these guys are great. Shota has a huge future ahead of him if he drops the whole John Moxley thing. I'm just saying. David Finley won with Trash Panda and advances to the semifinals. So the story with this is that Shota and David are actually friends. David was going through the New Japan Dojo system, which is one of the hardest wrestling school systems to ever go through, especially if you're directly in Japan doing that dojo system. Shota Umino was still in high school, but David and Shota hung out and David taught Shota everything that he knows. So this was a little bit more personal. David Finley is definitely a little bit more aggressive in his character work and his promo work and his swag and the reason why he is the leader of Bullet Club now. And it all works because David Finley is trying to teach Bullet Club that now it's time to get that aggressiveness back to do what you got to do and by any means necessary. So far, David Finley has not cheated in any of his matches. He has won all of his matches clean. He has had his matches clean even if he has Gato in his corner and Gato has been very vocal with David yelling at David's opponents and basically trying to get into David's opponent's heads by yelling at them and I'm like man Gato is great to hear you yell again the last time he was yelling was when he was with Jay White and those are good times man very good times very good storytelling and all that kind of stuff so again David Finley wins with Trash Panda to advance to the semifinals this next match is basically teacher versus student for the New Japan Cup 2023 quarterfinal we saw Goto versus Tamatanga when Tama first came into New Japan Pro Wrestling, Goto was basically his mentor and was under his wing, and Goto taught him a lot. Tama also learned a lot from other wrestlers in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but this was basically like teacher versus student, and it was really, really good. Tama was his arrogant self talking shit to Goto, saying that Goto is probably two steps behind while Tama is basically faster than him and can definitely, you know, out wrestle him and stuff like that goto appreciates all of the scars that his body has appreciates that his body is sort of broken because that gives him more of a wisdom and a philosophical philosophy type of approach to wrestling as he's getting older this match between goto versus tama went on for 16 minutes and 38 seconds Tama won via the gun stun to advance to the semifinals. And now for today's event of March 19th, 2023 of the New Japan Cup semifinal. We had Tama Tonga versus David Finley. This match went on for 18 minutes and 27 seconds. And this match was really amazing. This match, I really loved it. I gave it six stars. If you guys are not following me on TikTok at Marie underscore Shadows, I made a little video where I said I added a new match. Tama versus Finley is definitely six stars. 
Both of these guys are two of the best warriors, and it was a great match. You have new leader of Bullet Club versus a former member of Bullet Club. And like I said, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. This match went on for 18 minutes and 27 seconds. David Finley won via Trash Panda to advance to the New Japan Cup final. The second match for today, March 19, 2023, of the New Japan Cup semifinal, we saw Sonata, newly representing just five guys, versus Mark Davis, representing United Empire, representing Aussie Open. This match went on for a total time of 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Unfortunately, Mark Davis does not continue on his journey in the New Japan Cup Sonata managed to get a modified DDT to win over Mark Davis and advance to the New Japan Cup final. For our final, for the New Japan Cup final, we will see who wins on March 21st, which is in two days. Do we have David Finley winning? Do we have Sonata winning? Who do you have winning? I think that David Finley is going to go the distance. David Finley is going to come out victorious in the New Japan Cup final. Then David Finley is going to challenge Okada on April 8th, where it is Sakura Genesis, the New Japan Pro Wrestling pay-per-view-like event. David Finley will become the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion because we need somebody with buzz. We need somebody that could get people talking on the internet. And every time Okada has it or Tanahashi has it or Shingo was the only one that managed to get buzz on the internet to talk about the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Okada is Okada. Okada is the golden boy. He's the god of New Japan Pro Wrestling, but no one really talks about Okada as much unless you're talking about Okada versus Kenny Omega, which is a very outdated and tiresome conversation that always happens. But it is David Finley's time. Gato is not a fool in professional wrestling. Gato aligns himself with the men that can make him money. Gato aligns himself with the best projects to improve. Not saying David Finley is a project because David Finley has definitely come a long way. But you get the idea. Gato aligns himself with the best people that are out there. And the best people that are out there is David Finley coming in second of Jay White. He also has to get rid of that shadow of being in Jay White's shadow just because he took over bullet club not too long ago because jay does not have a contract with new japan pro wrestling anymore jay is not part of bullet club so wherever he shows up he cannot bring that bullet club logo with him dear twitter because twitter fans are exhausting they are so quick little recap for our New Japan Finals, it is going to be Sonata versus David Finley. I already gave you my pick, and I need you guys to comment below. Send me a voicemail. Send me an email. Send me a DM. Talk to me.
basically talk to me and let me know who you think is going to win the New Japan Cup of 2023. Do you think it's David Finley? Do you think it's Sonata? And why? Please, and why? I like to read really long discussions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy this episode of me just giving you the results and bringing you up to date of where we're at in the New Japan Cup. And if you really like it, make sure to tell a friend, let them know that I have some options to help me out while I try to regain the ambassador ads and live off of fucking pennies. If you don't want me to live off of pennies, then take that step and help me out a little bit further by getting a $4.99 subscription to specific episodes that only you will be able to hear. And then I'll give you a shout out in future podcast episodes. If you don't want to do that through the Spotify way, there's always Patreon where there's going to be a lot more content on there that you can subscribe to patreon.com forward slash square circle society. If that's not good enough for you, there's always Twitch. You could send some gift subs. You could donate directly. You have a lot of options with me because I understand that not everybody is on every single platform and social media. And I try to please everybody with different options. And I may have to reel that back. Like, I don't know. Let's have a conversation. Let me know what's working for you, what's best for you. So that way I can serve you because the content that I make will not be available without you. You guys are amazing. You guys are the driving force. You guys definitely keep me grounded. And I just want to know what's the best option for you guys moving forward to help support my content even further. So again, guys, make sure to follow me at Marie underscore shadows on Twitter. If you haven't already sign up to my newsletter, Marie shadows.substack.com sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash squared circle society. Catch me on Twitch so we can watch professional wrestling together. Twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows. And last but not least, make sure to follow me on Spotify like this episode, share it with your friends. And if you want to take it a step further, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify for $4.99 to unlock exclusive, exclusive, exclusive content. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.